Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cat Talk Radio. We're doing things a little different today. We're actually videotaping this episode because we have a very special guest I want you to meet. Today, we have Caleb and Marilyn Monroe. There she is. Beautiful Marilyn. She, she certainly looks her part of Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> and we're going to talk to them in a minute about a, a book they've written that I want you guys to hear about. It's very special. But before we do that, I want to talk about our bonding tip of the week. Now, bonding tip of the week is, is already on video and it's on our social media platforms and also YouTube. So go check that out because I actually demonstrate this, but our bonding tips of the week is sponsored by Vitacraft. They're the makers of the world's yummiest cat treats. We'll see if we can get some to Miss Marilyn and maybe they'll send us a picture of her enjoying the Vitacraft cat treats too. But this week's bonding tip is be careful when you're staring at your cat because staring between two cats is considered a confrontational gesture. So if you stare too hard at your cat, even though he's staring back to you, They might accept that as a little uneasiness from you. So instead, break the gaze and then look back at your cat. Look at Marilyn staring at us right there. Hi, Marilyn. See, and she gives us a little slow blink that tells us we're breaking the gaze a little bit. So she's not reacting confrontationally to us. And we want to honor her by not doing the same back. So we break our gaze and then we can look back. So staring is something you probably don't want to hold too long with your cat. Now let's jump into this episode. Hi, Caleb. Hey, Molly. Thanks again for having us on. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on the show. So tell everybody, what's the name of this book? The name of the book is Monroe. That is because I named Marilyn after Marilyn Monroe. And along our first tour together, somebody cleverly called her Marilyn Monroe. Perfect. That is so perfect. And tell everybody about your tour. You know, what do you, what do you do and how does she accompany you on this journey? Yeah. So I bicycle tour. I had done it first when I was homeless and that's when I rescued Marilyn when she was homeless as well. And we toured and lived on the bike. I have settled down in community before, uh, but after seven years of that in the last couple of years, I've been cycle touring almost full time and using my um, artistry, like my passion as a, as a creative to make books and content video. I went to film school. So just creating digital content for people. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. So do you have your, so you cycle on a bicycle and how does she ride with you? She rides on a front basket. You got it there. You can show us. I do. I do. Let's see. So, so I shield the wind with this aluminum tape. Um, but in here, I kind of put a little mattress pad down, blankets, and then wrap her up like a little burrito. And she'll sleep in there nine hours during the whole ride. Oh, wow. Uh And she's been doing this since when? 
since she was two months old. So she's nine years old. She's clocked 12,000 miles, 32 states, and about 20 months of living on the road in that time. Wow. That's amazing. And I don't recommend you try this at home <laughs> with your cat that's already nine because because mm-hmm. you got her, you got her and she was like two months old at the time. And so, you know, you conditioned her to the noises and the and the air and the things like that that, that go on. So yeah, definitely I, I don't I don't recommend everybody run out and think that's gonna be great enrichment for your cat because it's probably not, which is why you guys are so unusual when people see you so do you do you like go to different communities and do events and things like that or tell us what you do on the road well i've been spending the last um six months really focusing on putting marilyn more in the front seat uh actively and having the show be kind of all about her so i am like getting that ball rolling and i want to build a lot of equity in this book and in our story to be able to gain sponsorships and uh, really a, a really bright future for us both. That's great. That's great. And so what's your message in the book? Is it, is it, does it tie back to your being homeless at a time or is it about the bond with the cat or what's, what's it really about? Yeah. The central conflict of the story for both Marilyn and I is this um, sense of not having a true home and a sense of belonging. I've been transient uh, most of my life uh, and Marilyn's story. I don't know the full details, but the way I tell it is um, setting that up for the character to overcome throughout the story is that's that sense of like hopelessness and that they don't belong anywhere because of what they see on the surface. And so our heroes uh, travel on this trip and they go through their own journey and all these different variables have been at work in the equation of their lives to um, to lead them toward their destiny. So uh, me and Marilyn, yeah, you see us really walk into a transformation that's going to be life-changing. Oh, that's great. And you, and clearly my cat just bit me. He never bites me. <laughs> Just, ow, he's, he's biting me on the leg. We need to get you a behaviorist, boy. <laughs> he's trying to get my attention. He never does that. Wow. You know, get up here and say hi to everybody. It might be Marilyn, you know. Uh, yeah, he's like, let me see that pretty girl you're talking about. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I was going to say that. Um, it, clearly, you you've been homeless by choice, right? That you've just kind of chosen a nomadic gypsy lifestyle for yourself and and your cat. Subsequently, right? Yeah, I wanted to really put myself in a pressure cooker to accomplish my dreams. Uh, I know the way I've been kind of wired, so uh, it's very different, very unique, and I I'm kind of going for the gold, like really going for something big that I know has been on my heart my whole life. That's great. And I imagine you probably share the message of rescuing homeless animals as as well along the way, because here you've you've saved this beautiful kitten, you know, from from who knows what if she hadn't been adopted, but she was homeless when you found her and and you've taken her in and for nine years taken good care of her. You know, then that's another important message is we have a, a large homeless population that has pets 
And a lot mm. of people, you know, look at that and think, well, you live on the streets, you shouldn't have a pet. And I, and I think that's so wrong. What, what a wonderful mm-hmm. bond and companion to have with you just because you don't choose to live in a house doesn't mean that you can't provide for a great enriching, mm-hmm. you know, wonderful, responsible pet ownership, you know, relationship with an animal. So I, I think what you're doing is awesome. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think you've proven that by her being nine years old and clearly healthy and mentally and physically that, you know, that you absolutely are a responsible pet owner. So I think that's a great, great message to be sharing as well. Well, thank you for noticing that. And there is a story from the road of last year when I was settled down for a little bit in New York, I was working for a neighbor and uh, there was a cat um, infested with fleas, really starving, came up to me looking for attention. And um, I brought him back home, got him to a vet, got him taken care of. Uh, turned out to be an older cat, but I saved his life and found him a new home. Marilyn did not like that process. I bet. <laughs> I bet. Not at all. <laughs> I bet not. <laughs> yeah, they typically, you know, they are such territorial creatures, even for a cat like Marilyn that doesn't have a consistent home, you know, 24, 7, 12 months out of the year. It's not the same home. Anything around her, you and her and wherever you are, she considers territory. So anytime another cat's going to invade that, she's probably pretty protective. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And has she met other dogs and other animals along the way? Tell us about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm glad that we're on this show because her behavior is so, so uh, unique, but she'll, uh, well, to me and <laughs> around, <laughs> around dogs, she does not like any threat for the most part. If it's a, if it's a puppy, or it is clearly not a threat, then she usually avoids it or just ignores it, doesn't want to really bother with it. But if yeah. it's a if the dog is standing its ground in any in any way, Marilyn will definitely like attack it. Yeah. Yeah. And she's Pico's like that too. He, he does, you know, he doesn't, he meets other cats and he's okay with them, but usually after a long introduction, but dogs, he's totally fine. Dog comes over and he's like, Hey Hmm. dog. And goes up and, you know, rubs it again, long as it's not being too in his face. So he'll, he'll react defensively with aggression. Of course, if a dog's in his face, my, uh, my daughter-in-law has a, um, a, uh, a little puppy and the puppy was just kind of all in Pico's business and Pico was just trying to smell something. And he finally just turned around and whacked that puppy and just said, yeah. stop it. Hmm. <laughs> so, and yeah. even toward people, you made me think with the going up to dogs and rubbing them, Marilyn will do that with uh, strangers. Like she can sense when people are, are, I guess, good people or just safe people. Yeah. Now that's interesting. How do you think she does that? I'd like to accredit it to just like her experience from just like seeing the way that I carry myself and the way that I carry her through space. I remember when I first got her, not even letting people hold her. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like a lot of people, you know, I've made a lot of mistakes as a cat owner, 
but people have like kind of criticized me just from afar. They kind of see things, but um, I was doing that just so that she wasn't going to find anybody else was not home. Like home was with me. So while being on the road at the time, it was very important for me to have her understand that I'm pretty much the only one that she should care, I guess, to be around. Yeah. Yeah. Now I've got a question for you. So how do you deal with the litter box when you're care? I'm assuming you're carrying everything that you have with you on a trip, right? On this bike, or do, do you tow a little trailer or do you have like a little knapsack on the back? And what do you do for a litter box or do you, you just let her go where she is? <laughs> no, and, and, and I used to let her, we used to camp outside and not in a tent. And so she was able to kind of go about, but I don't do that now because I want to keep her safe. Uh, I don't want to lose her. Uh-huh. And uh, this, this is her carrying case that we take on airplanes. Uh-huh. And so what I'll do is I'll put the top down in the middle of it, and put a trash bag in there and fill it with dirt or anything, grass and stuff. Oh, that's good. Because uh, she's used to going on natural surfaces, right? Yep. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's good. And And do you carry with you? like cat food like just a bunch of cat food or do you stop and get it along the way or probably combination of both we get it along the way because we know one bag can last a couple weeks to a few weeks uh-huh. and, and i have a good idea for uh the cat litter i'd like to see it designed like collapsible like cat litter boxes that you can travel with there actually is one and oh, okay, it's a, cool. it's like an accordion thing. And, uh, and the reason I don't like it is because it's covered because it's a big square and it has a hole in the front for the cat to go in and it accordions out and you put the litter in there and the cat goes in. And then when you're done, you just accordion it back in. So, so they, that is out there. If I can, I can find the link. I saw it at global pet expo several years ago. And if I can find their information, I'll email it to you so you can see it. But the top is covered, so they're kind of in a cave. Yeah, they're kind of in a cave. So I don't know how she'll like that. That's not really natural for cats. You know, cats in the wild tend to go, they don't go into caves to pee and poop. They go out in the open because, you know, they're worried about predators just generally. And uh, so it's not real natural. And that's why I didn't carry it or or get them. But, but it is collapsible. <laughs> and then there's another one. Um, I bought a... Uh, a travel, I don't know what to call it, playpen maybe. It's probably three feet by 18 inches, totally enclosed. And it came with a collapsible litter box and, and it's vinyl and it, it's not too big though. It's it's maybe yay big. And then the whole thing collapses and to oh. it's flat and it's cool. I'll send you the link to that. Awesome. Yeah. So I that, want to make sure people get a chance to... I I. I want to just mention calicocycles.com. Yes. I, you know, and anything else that you want to talk about before we go, that that was launched to to really kind of round up uh, for people to go to. So that that link is where people can get the pre-order to the book right now. Great. Great. Yes. I was going to ask you that. Will it be available on Amazon and places like that or just calicocycles.com? Just calicocycles.com. We're self-publishing this and trying to keep it in-house as much as possible that that link is a will keep forwarding to all the content anything that we're creating people can just always go back to that link and, and keep up with us great and and the illustrations that are there on your site are those yours 
No, I commissioned somebody to do some, some pictures for us. Great. Well, those are wonderful. Those are wonderful. Tell us about the, the most interesting place you and Maryland have been. Which one have you liked the best? For nature and being out there is Colorado. Yeah. Meadows, the high peaks, the open spaces of the West. Now that I'm talking about that. Yeah, that's, I mean, Wyoming, Longstreet, Kansas, West Texas. <laughs> the places you wouldn't think is just like really nice. Yeah, West Texas has got to be the longest stretch of a bicycle journey. It is by car, for goodness sakes. We do it, it took a lot. 26 <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. It, it took 26 days to get from East to West on the, you know, state. Of Texas, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a month driving across Texas. Yeah, we go back and forth from Santa Fe, New Mexico to Dallas. So we hit oh, that yeah. I-40 and then down and, and get to get lots of West Texas. <laughs> now, do you typically go on major freeways or you, you take more back roads? I follow a, the routes that are developed by Adventure Cycling Association. And uh, they've mapped out ways of getting around the country for bicyclists, but some of them have to get on like the major highways and freeways. Sometimes, very little though. Yeah. And what do you do in the winter? Isn't it a little cold out there? In the that could get pretty cold in some of those northern and states. All of our tours up until this one were short, and this one was my biggest achievement because I I got to the East Coast by fall and was able to get down to Florida before winter started, and really had awesome weather the whole time. Oh, that's great. And where are you now? I am in Portland, Oregon. I'm at my buddy's house. Uh, he's letting me crash with him for a couple months to write the book and work a little bit at my old job. Nice. And then you'll take off. When will you take off again? The middle of May. Okay. And where are you going to go? Where's your destination? You know, I got to stop in the West first. So going over like Lolo Pass down through Grand Teton across Wyoming. I printed a couple thousand stickers with our, our, our QR code and just going to promote the book, get, get Calico Cycles off the ground. And I want, to, I want her to be uh, like Grumpy Cat, like I'm trying to make you know, her a very um, famous cat. Yeah, she certainly is beautiful. She's got a beautiful face. <laughs> yeah, you'll, and then, see her the, you'll see her on the cover of Time Magazine maybe. Miss that America. would be nice. That would be nice. Yes. Marilyn Monroe. Exactly. <laughs> and so are you going to go, where are you going to go through the, that's certainly your first of the route is going to be beautiful and beautiful time of year to, to hit that in Wyoming and Montana and Colorado. And then are you coming down through New Mexico? Oh, I'll have to. Yeah. I'll have, I think, I think I'll follow the Rockies down and around through like Utah, but then down, just follow the Rocky range down. If yeah. we do, we'll have to stop by and say hi. Absolutely. Reach out. If you're coming through New Mexico, that would be wonderful. Yeah. Do you do any stops at shelters along the way? Not, not so much for me. Uh, I've wanted to, like, I'll see a humane society on the side of the road and I'll want to, like, I'll be like, oh, I gotta stop. And we get, Maryland's going to do like a keynote speech for, to inspire the cats and stuff. 
<laughs> so it, it would be cool to do stuff like that. It would be. It absolutely would be. And I know that here in Santa Fe, we have a wonderful nonprofit that actually benefits homeless people with pets. Mm. They they get medical care and food and supplies to our our indigenous Sweet. population of transients coming through here because there there are a lot. I mean, this is a beautiful part of the country and the weather is pretty temperate. So we get a lot mm. of people coming through and a lot with pets. And uh, so there's a nonprofit that's dedicated just to that. And that might be a good group to hook you up with. Yeah, that's and I love that you're like so into the you know the homeless thing and can and really not just it as an issue but um making people feel loved and giving them just as much respect as you would anybody else because people will ask me about like the homeless shelter or homeless people who mostly will stay and panhandle or stay in one area for a while yeah and i'm not so much kind of like the same i don't want to put it like crass but just not the same kind of um, person where like i i, I want to go achieve something and um so i think it's got a lot to do with human behavior you know like uh depression really for some people is a way of self-soothing and uh sometimes i see people i've been the person who's destroyed my own life just to get other people to care enough about me mm. and that's due to like my own broken past. And so I feel like we all get stories like that to tell and to heal from and address and share with each other and grow together as humanity. We need more of that. I think that's something I'm glad I got to say that because we're all like just living and trying to live our best lives. Yeah. And let's just do it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to be in amazing shape since you're bicycling all the time, right? <laughs> Yeah, my legs are very powerful. My core. I bet. I bet. How many miles a day do you try to get to on average? 50 is a good average. The longest day was 100. That was in Kansas with a, a friend um, on Instagram on, on Instagram named Nick Johnson 39X. He I just want to give him a shout out cuz he's doing a production on YouTube of like time we spent together on the road. Oh, nice. That's very cool. Great. Anything else you want to share with us today? Well, I'm just so happy to have this chance. I mean, this is the first um, first interview of the of what I see to be a very big success for us. So I want to thank you so much for giving us the platform. CalicoCycles.com can't be, you know, yeah, can't be yeah. spoken about enough. And absolutely. Uh, and here's, you know, Pico's here. Let's get. Oh yeah, let's see. Let's, let's, see let's have him introduce him to Pico. Look at that pretty girl. Look, look up here. There's a pretty girl. He's like, oh, I want down. Look at the pretty girl. Isn't she pretty? Look how pretty she is. <laughs> she doesn't want anything to do. I know both of them are like playing coy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is a sign I put on. So I'm into like uh, NFTs, like getting into digital content that's coming out. So. Uh -huh. You know, this is something maybe one, you know, I'll just make an NFT out of this. There you, know, you go. This and you can, you can have it. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Caleb, keep in touch. And and when you're through, please do stop and, uh, and let me know. It'd be great to, to meet you in Maryland in person. And maybe we'll, I'll get you hooked up with that local nonprofit and you can do some, some work with them too. 
Awesome, Molly. Thank okay. You. Have fun. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I'll see you again. Absolutely. Until next time, keep Until calm and fur on. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. You can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air. In the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues. Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars, and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com. Looking for products that address specific cat behavior issues? On our website, cattalkradio.com, you'll find things that will create enrichment in the environment for your cat. Toys that will reduce boredom, the world's best and safest nail clippers, and much more. All proceeds support our mission, reducing the number of cats surrendered to shelters. Stop by the site and pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend.